Hello and welcome to the Expressions of Wisdom series. My name is Jacob and I'm here with a very special guest today. Her name is Nicole. She is a spiritual and holistic coach, a wise teacher, a leader, runs a thriving business and she empowers others to transform into their highest form of self. Not only that, she is my cousin, has always been the coolest, the wisest and has always been the most fun. And I'm just really honored and excited to be with you here today, cuz, and have any expression of wisdom conversation. And yeah, I guess let's just open it up and get cracking. Um, what is wisdom to you? Hi, so great question. Wisdom to me is the inner guidance of the truest meaning of your life, you know, because we have experiences in our life that teach us something and if we're able to see the highest perspective of them then we're able to gain wisdom wisdom comes through experience through time through applied knowledge you know seeing what works and allowing the inner part of you to you know make decisions that feel most authentic and that's what i believe wisdom to be Mm. and so when someone's seeking wisdom like what is it they should look for what what should they be searching for i guess truth you know because i mean we may want things to happen a certain way but wisdom will tell us the truth around what's meant to be and that only comes from within it's not from what somebody tells us to do or somebody says oh you should make this decision or that decision it's the okay what is my inner being saying around this? What, are, what does it bring up for me? How do I feel about it? And what feels most true to me? Because truth and wisdom are like, you know, I guess they're like brother and sister, you know, because if they're getting along, you know, it's a good match, you know, it's a good relationship. But when it's out of sync, if you're wanting, you know, if you're wanting, I guess, desire or desire to be something to be a certain way, and it doesn't happen that way, that's when we can be really challenged with our inner guidance and our inner calling if we're not allowing things to be the way that they're meant to be. Wow. What I really love this whole dynamic of Mm. truth and wisdom being Mm. basically like the similar or same thing. So, Nicole, what is it that us as humans... like? How do we keep ourselves away from truth, from wisdom? Like, what is it that that keeps us away from it? Great question. The programs of the ego, like, you know, like fear, you know, fear comes from ego as well. And also, I mean, there is such a fine line between with desire, because like I said before, you know, you can have a desire to want something. But you've also got to have the wisdom to know when and how, like when or when it's going to come in, I guess you could say, like, because there may be things that you need to learn in order to get to that place. So having the wisdom to know that some things may take time, you know. Um, so I feel like when we are so distracted in the mental plane, you know, the physical plane of this life, like, you know, if you work nine to five job, you know, and you're not having that space to create 
you know, that's where we get distracted from the wisdom and truth. Because, I mean, there was a study that was done across all these like Fortune, you know, 500 business owners where they were asked, you know, where do you come up with creative ideas, you know? And they all said that it had nothing to do with work, you know? (laughs) And it was all when there was space, when there was alone time, when they were out in nature or places where we can hear and feel that calling within us. So if we can take that time in our own lives to have the space to listen to how we feel and what the truth is of our experience, you know, then we're able to be guided by wisdom, guided by truth and come to a space of creating. Wow. So let me just kind of kind of um, put put those pieces together. We like in truth and wisdom is kind of kind of flowing when we have space. And then when we have that space and truth wisdom coming through, we begin creating. Okay, so that's that's very interesting how all those things have kind of been pulled together. So I guess my next question and I guess I'll just have a bit of space for the next question to come up. Is that I guess I guess I want to just kind of explore this aspect. Is there is there a sense that we are we you know we should be afraid of the truth or we should sometimes be like is, is there a sense sometimes that we avoid that space or we or you know sometimes we avoid wisdom like what's that kind of go there maybe we'll explore that for a little bit and then you know keep going from there ah uh, this is so juicy because it the truth can require change you know the truth of knowing that maybe a decision you made didn't turn out so good you know or that it led you to here or led you to there and this is all our own you know internal judgment right our internal judgment of what is so what is right what is true right and but sometimes there can be a a new perspective that comes through that will require some uncomfortable change And it could be similar, like, and we'll, we'll use this example just to kind of really hit the nail on the head on what I'm talking about. So when, you know, somebody goes to the doctors and they get a checkup and they find out that they have a form of illness, for example, you know, and depending on what that person believes or what they choose from there, you know, can really decide the outcome of what happens next, I believe, right? I don't believe that we are conditioned to face the reality of our life being short term only if we choose to, right? And so when a person, and and the reason why I talk about this is because I've assisted many of my clients who have gone through this journey of cancer and they are using conventional medicine as well as holistic medicine, like natural medicines to support them through coming to a place of wholeness and healing and reversing what has happened. And what they've seen is that some of the decisions that they've had in their life has contributed to that. So they've needed to reassess. Okay. Is this making me happy? No. So if it's not making me happy, what does that mean? That means I need to change. And 
that can bring up a lot of insecurity, a lot of unknown, okay, what's going to happen? And the thing is, this is, this is the really good part though. When you get into the unknown, it's like you're onto something, right? Wow. It means you're coming to a place of knowing, but it may just take a little bit of a moment, you know, to go through that unknowingness, but you will come out of the other side to that white, beautiful light. And when you go through that awakening of truth, you cannot go back. It's an experiential thing. It's a, you can't reverse that. What's done is done. The truth is there. You've experienced it. It's real. It's, you feel it, you know? And so you can't go back to hiding yourself or, cause you've already awoken through the truth. So you really, you really do need to see that some decisions may be made. And this could even be around friendships too, around workplace, around knowing, you know, even with family, they have the best of intentions for you in most cases, right? But you may make a decision that will go against what they kind of expect of you. But if you hold on to your truth and you trust that truth, and you know that this is the highest calling for you and that is what your inner guidance system is telling you that you need to make this decision it will pay off it always does it may you may go through a bit of a wavy ride in the beginning but i guarantee you it pays off and it's only temporary so lean into the discomfort get to the juiciness of it because if you accept that level of uncertainty you will come to a place of certainty Wow. Wow. That's phenomenal. And so, and so, so it's kind of, is it kind of like writing out just kind of the unknowing, writing out the kind of thing that's just coming up? Okay. And so, yeah. Okay. So I guess my next question is that, I guess I want to look at what do we have to look forward to on the other side? Once you, you've, you've wrote it out, right. And, and you've gone through it. And now you're sitting in your truth. You're sitting in that wisdom with that spaciousness. What happens then in that? There is infinite possibilities. There is expansiveness of your own experience of life. You're not in this place of restriction, limitation or conditioning that life is meant to be a certain way in terms of stress, fear, you know, um, missed opportunities like all of that goes away because you're you're sitting at the forefront of your creation you're looking at this beautiful blank canvas and you are choosing what to experience next what you want to create what you're choosing to and so things become everything becomes possible there is more opportunity more choice more freedom more ease and that's what it's about really like knowing that we have the the possibility opportunity to choose whatever we want to create in our life and so everything becomes available to you when you go through that level of uncertainty at the end <laughs> mm. wow and nicole do you feel like if if more people could see that and glimpse that it would open their minds to what what's possible and what's true inside? I think, you know, many people have, but they're afraid of things changing with their family or friends. 
you know, maybe their family may be against it or, and they don't want to go through that, I guess, disruption. But when you're living a life that is untrue to you, there has to be disruption. There has to be an unbreaking, you know, because you're, you can't fight the feeling, you know, you really can't when you come to that place of knowing and for each person it's individual. And I feel like many people can place judgments around another person's experience or thinking that they are living a limited life. But if we see it from a place of, okay, this person is choosing to be this way, right? They're choosing this for themselves, even though they may not say that they are, you know, and that's okay. It's just accepting them, you know, like that's okay, but it's not about being right or righteous or self-righteous or proving yourself to be right. It's about as well as accepting other people's choices, decisions, what they're making for their life and knowing that you have that choice. So it's up to you. It's always been up to you. So if you can get true on what's right for you and know that another person can choose however they want to be, then you're finding that life is more peaceful. There's more harmony as well, you know. And in that peace and harmony, like beyond the expectations and all those thoughts, what have you found has happened like in your relationships? Like in, beyond that, like when you go beyond the uncertainty and you break through into the truth, I guess I'd like to explore, um, you know, because we are connection, we love, that. that's kind of a part of our nature. Mm. And in that truth, what happens to your relationships past the uncertainty? The ones that are meant to be, like the ones that are going to grow with you, they flourish, you know. And, you know, I mean... As a you know, as a teenager, as an adolescent, you may want to steer away from your you know your loved ones, your family, because they you know they may have put a lot of expectations on you. But when you take that time to really get clear on yourself and what makes you happy, and really grow and water that you know the seeds of your creation of who you are, then your relationships with your family, your friends, they begin to flourish. They do. And the ones, the friends that aren't meant to be there, you know, like you go your own ways. It's not a matter of, you know, I'm better than them. It's nothing to do with that. It's just a, we've had our season. Now it's come to an end. So your relationships flourish. Your life, because you're flourishing, your relationships are a representation, a reflection of how you feel internally. Oh, that's awesome. I really love that. That's really cool. I guess uh, that, that kind of triggers another thing um, for me, I guess. And I, I just love exploring that kind of implications is that say you've gone into the truth and the wisdom and you've experienced like this depth of possibility and this beauty for yourself and it's just opened your mind and you're in, you're in that peace and that spaciousness. Um, and I guess some... You know, maybe there's some listeners out there who have a sense that this is like selfish, and I, I think you know I don't, I don't, I don't. I hope it's not selfish. I guess what I'd like to um, kind of draw out is that how does going deep in that truth and finding that for yourself actually serve others? Mm. Like, what's the um, what's the flow knock knock on effect onto the world? I guess that's what I'd like to know. Mm, this is so good because I mean yeah many people may see that as selfish right um, and 
But here's the thing. From the moment you were brought into this world, you have been conditioned to do what everyone else expects you to do. And so you've been under this conditioning that I must obey or I must make this person happy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, but then you realize you're not happy. So you've got to take that time to be able to uncover what's, you know, no longer making you happy. And when you are serving your inner self, your highest self, you are serving humanity. You know, you are, because how can you expect other people to be happy if you're unhappy? If you truly want, you know, your children or your parents, your family, your loved ones to be happy, but you're unhappy, how? It's hypocritical, you know? You're going against your own values and beliefs. And it's, it's actually quite, you know, I would say it's, it's almost like a betrayal if you're going against the time and the spaciousness it takes to uncover your true self because you're not, I mean, what happens, right? Like, let's say that you do everything that your family expects of you. You live that life. You have a family, you have children, but you're still unhappy. Then what's it going to take? You know, what's it going to take for you to see that your happiness is deserving? Because then you're going to teach your children that, you know, no, 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 we've got to do everything that's expected of us, you know. But that feeling inside of you that's unsettling is saying that we need to break away. We need to change. You know, some people have that. I'm not saying that everybody has that. People will, you know, follow these expectations and it will mean that's what their life is and they're happy and content with it. But I'm talking about people who are unhappy who are searching what really truly lights them up. And you know what? You will have people that might say you're selfish because you are thinking of yourself. But who else is going to think of you? <laughs> Nobody else is going to do the work. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I, I think it's just, it's such a sobering wake-up call from this haze of just running around like a robot. And I love what you said that service to yourself is service to humanity. That had just a beautiful ring to it. And I think as well, like, I guess as well, like, could you, could we talk about how service to others kind of mirrors service to yourself as well? How service, no matter which way you go about it, you're still serving yourself and serving others. Is could we talk around like the service to others and and maybe like a business and abundance around that sort of thing? Absolutely. And that's the thing. Many people might start there, like when they come through that awakening, they might start to realize that they are caring so much for everybody else or they you know they care about what other people think and it's all about them but then when you go through that process of okay getting true to who you are you've got to go through that process of finding out what makes you happy and serving that and then going and serving those that you want to that you choose to serve because let's be real you know i mean we just operate at different wavelengths and there are some people that you know we we need to, you know, eliminate. And there are people that you truly want to serve, you know, you want to help. And so you get clear on what 
what is your calling telling you to do to serve this person to serve that person who is it you know because then what you'll find is when you're coming from a place of authenticity that you're serving this person because you choose to because you want to because it lights you up then you're going to be fulfilled but if you're doing it out of obligation out of you know because i have to because it's expected of me then you're going to be drained from it wow. it's not it's coming from obligation not choice so even in service there is wise and truthful service and there's like a, a false kind of fake kind of faux service sort of thing yeah great yeah you summed it up really well and and that's a thing though like it's it's up to you to decide or have the right ideas and beliefs around what's true for you so for example like am i going to go and help someone who puts me down or talks down at me disrespects me like probably not (laughs) you know yeah. Am I yeah. going to go and serve someone who is kind, who appreciates? Like, you know, absolutely, you mm. know? Mm. And, like, I mean, if you can give without any judgment, without any expect, like, any attachments, and you can serve in that way, you know, that's, a, that's beautiful because you're not doing it out of, out of the mind, you're doing it out of your heart. And that's what it's about, is being able to serve from a place of what what is true for you. And that's your own internal feeling. Wow. What I'm getting, Nicole, is like a lot of it comes back to truth and truth. And I think it's powerful because truth is such a noble virtue. It's And, and I love that living truthfully is just... It's, it's wise, it's spacious, and it's ultimate good for yourself and others. So I really, I really love that awesome sense of that, Nicole. I just, yeah, I really appreciate it. I guess um, my, last, my last kind of, my last calling and, and invoking of wisdom from you is that, and I, I guess... It's just simply as simple as this, is that what what would your wisdom and truth like to say? What would you like to say from the bottom of your heart? And you know, yeah. Follow your calling. Even if you make a mistake, just follow what's so true for you. You may, you know, have a bit of a bumpy ride in the beginning. It may feel like, oh my gosh, you know, may feel a bit scary unknown but i promise you if you follow your calling what truly makes you happy there is a reason for that there is a purpose to that your calling is nobody else's nobody else is going to understand it but you do because it's a feeling it's a pulling it's a it's a following it's not even a chasing you're not chasing it you don't have to chase it it's easy it's flowy it's it becomes yummier, you know? So follow that. And because, you know, you want to you wanna be able to look back on your life or know that you followed that, you did that. You're not going to be sitting there wondering, what could have happened if I did, you know? It's a, I did that. I tried it out. Because you may have all these different excitements and desires 
And that's perfect though. Follow them because it will lead you to the next one and to the next one. So keep following your calling. Wow. Thank you, Nicole, for being um, a voice of wisdom. Um, to listeners and really even to myself out there, um, the more that you rest in wisdom and follow your calling, I love what Nicole said, it gets yummier. So just keep seeking it, keep seeking the truth. And um, if you'd like to contact Nicole or have a chat with her, Nicole, where, where, I'll put maybe I'll put like something in like a link or put a link in like the description or something like that. Is, yeah, would there be anything else? Like, I think Nicole runs some cool classes, so go check it out. If you want to have a conversation with Nicole, um, I really would highly recommend it. I just want to add one last thing that really always freaks me out. Okay, two last things. Number one is that one time I did a session with Nicole and I, I was just kind of, I was feeling completely lost and I just didn't know where I was going. And she had a particular vision, like just a vision came to mind of me like in a school with a whiteboard, like just teaching, right? And I thought, I, I don't know, I kind of thought, oh, that's really cool, I love that, but I didn't think anything of it. Months later, I found myself in a classroom teaching with a whiteboard, and that just freaks me out. And so, and that session was just incredible. The other thing is as well, and I don't know if Nicole remembers this, but when I was a, a um, when I was a young, when I was a young little kid, I went to visit Nicole when she was working at Macca's, one of her, was it one of your first jobs? Yeah. Yeah. And I went, I visited her, and she gave me like 10 different toys. She she gives. She's really awesome. And that's just her nature. She's an awesome person. And yeah, um, and yeah, so thank you so much, Nicole. I thought I'd just add that a little bit in the end. So yeah. <laughs> <sighs>